The Holy Gospel according to John. When it was evening on that first day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the marks of the nails in his hands and put my finger in the marks of the nails and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. And Jesus said to him, have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. The Gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Today is commonly known as Doubting Thomas Sunday. The Sunday after Easter, we read the story about Jesus appearing to his disciples after the resurrection. And as we heard in the story, the very first time that Jesus appeared to the disciples, Thomas, the twin, wasn't there. And later on, when he caught up with the disciples, they told him in their excitement on what had happened, and he did not believe. Now, there's very little um, that is mentioned about Thomas in Matthew, Mark, uh, and Luke, but in John, Thomas is mentioned three different times. In John chapter 11, verse 16, after Lazarus has died, Thomas boldly says, let us go and die with him. And after the Last Supper, we see doubt creeping in to Thomas when Jesus says, you know the way where you need to go. And Thomas says, we don't know the way. How can we know the way? And then, of course, in what we read today, John chapter 14, except I see the nails, I will not believe. And then when he finally comes and sees Jesus himself face to face, he says, my Lord and my God. 
I must clear something up. I think that Thomas, he doesn't deserve being labeled as the doubter. You see, he wasn't in the upper room. He wasn't with the rest of the disciples when Jesus first appeared to them. You know, and we even go back to last Sunday, Easter Sunday, when the women proclaimed Jesus' resurrection to the disciples. What is the first thing that Peter does? He doesn't believe. Instead, he runs back to the tomb to see for himself if Jesus is there or not. But I have always taken comfort in the story that we read today of Doubting Thomas. Because if we are honest, most of us at some point in our lives have reacted the same way that Thomas has reacted. Some of us in our lives at some point feel like Thomas where we might not believe, when we do have doubts. Take comfort that Thomas, out of everybody, had that physical connection with Jesus after Jesus rose from the dead. I wasn't there in that room. You were not there in that room, but Thomas was there in that room with all of his doubts and uncertainty and fear. But then he was able to boldly proclaim Jesus as God. In that upper room, God did not send a sermon to preach. God did not uh, ha have a messenger Instead of Jesus, instead, God sent Jesus in that room to give physical evidence of the resurrection. That God's promise to us that death does not have the final word has come into being. That death has lost its sting. That the power comes from God and the Spirit and Jesus into our lives. Jesus didn't leave his disciples standing helpless at the foot of the cross. Instead, Jesus rose from the dead. He was there with the disciples. He calls them as he calls us to show others the way to the cross. I had a, a, friend, a friend and a mentor at one point tell me a, a number of years ago about a time that he had this disbelief, this doubt in his heart. He had been a pastor for a number of years, and, and during this particular time in his life, uh, his parents were getting older, and, and his mother uh, passed away. His mother died. And he was really close to his mother, and he, he had this period where he had this, this doubt, this disbelief. And he didn't know what to do with it. He couldn't shake it. He said he, he, at one point in his life, he had, to, he had to get away from everybody and everything. And he took this time away apart from his family just for a weekend. And he said he was walking along this path, thinking and praying and, and talking to God, but asking God a lot of questions. And he said he didn't have this audible answer. But at one point along his walk, he said he had this feeling that overcame him. And he knew that God was there with him. 
He said in some ways he knew that his mom was going to be okay in heaven. And he said that brought him peace and comfort and security. He said it didn't wipe away all of his doubts and all of his fears and all of his anxieties, but it certainly helped. And it is Thomas who took that experience in the upper room with the other disciples and with Jesus and utilized it for the rest of his life. In our scripture, we have letters from Paul and we hear from Peter as they travel out to Greece and to Rome. Mark went to Egypt and Syria. And Thomas continued to spread the message of Jesus' resurrection all the way, perhaps we, many people believe, to India. My Lord and my God is what Thomas proclaimed. And that same message of peace and hope is spread to each and every one of us. Because we continue to live this life of faith. We continue to celebrate the resurrection. Because it is God who gives us the gift of the Holy Spirit. It is God who comes in the midst of our pain and our grief. And it is a peace and comfort that we receive from God and from each and every one of us. It is the power of God's message to us when we desperately need God in our life when we experience the brokenness of this world. And as Jesus told the disciples, blessed are you who believe who have not yet seen. We have a God who watches us as we walk through life each and every day. We have a God who comforts us when we experience our own valley of the shadow of death. Who joins us in the joy, in, in the highs of our life and in the lows of our life. And as we boldly proclaim, my Lord and my God. Thanks be to Christ, God of doubts and fears and faith. Amen.